We're cutting that out. The audio listeners are going to be so freaked out. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to the Inting Podcast. The to the Inting pod- Podcast. Stop fucking making that noise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Inting Podcast, the best podcast in the world. Only esports podcast you should be listening to. If not, you're fake. The only esports podcast. The only esports podcast ever. There's no such thing as any other esports podcast. Yep. So what's esports? Never heard of them. Yeah. So welcome back. Uh, this well, at the time of this recording is a little bit late of the episode, but uh, we're you know we're changing things up a little bit, and yeah. So I'm happy. Um, we actually get to talk about Valorant more now this time (laughs) they're coming out with a big patch they're coming out with a huge patch note where there's a lot of things changing which is good changes like this is like i think the first time where i mean in recent history i think of where everything just seems good so what they're essentially removing in this patch is they're removing the running gun essentially like you know how in zipline it's been like how long it's been like three years and i think they're finally like really changing the running gun in the game so, I mean, there's like a number. I'm not giving you guys the exact numbers. You guys can look it up or we'll just post it right here if you guys want to see the pictures or anything. Um, so what they're doing is on the rope, because there was a bit of an accuracy on the rope that was like too accurate for you get a gill. So they're making it like really inaccurate. Now. Well, was, when you were mo- when you were saying still on the rope, was it like you were just standing or were you still was there still like a penalty? So. The accuracy of you running on the rope, like you going fast on the rope and shooting, was the equivalent of you walking and shooting. Okay. That was the that was so the accuracy. What if you were stopped on the rope? It would still be a little bit ac- inaccurate, but you'd be fine. But now they're making it. If you're on the rope or you're walking or you're like going fast on the rope, if you're going slow on the rope, doesn't matter. You're very inaccurate now. They're making it. And what they're doing now, also they're making just running and gunning and walking and gunning just very, very bad now. So you actually have to stand still and actually aim your gun instead of just running and gunning. Now, will this completely remove running and gunning? No. But it'll definitely lessen it now. Well, I mean, there's still like the uh, Spectre and the Stinger are kind of built for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean... Like, like that's what the SMGs are four so i guess smgs will be i mean they'll still take a hit but like yeah if you want to do that you can't like grab a phantom and try to do i think what they're doing is for more for the rifles yeah if anything i think that's what they're trying to do because getting run and gun by a rifle is the most infuriating thing in the game like Like if it's an smg stray vandal headshot yeah if like he just i I didn't even see him on the screen and he managed to kill me it's like what that made no sense Mm -hmm. i think um this is like good because yeah like the rifle they're doing this is more on the rifle this is like more of a hit on the rifle than what it is on the Spectre. Because like with the Frenzy, with the Spectre, with the Stinger, you're probably going to still experience it here and there. It's like it's going to happen. It's an SMG. That's what they're built for, right? Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to the rifles and like for – like I don't know. like Yeah, like for the rifles and like for the guard, like for the Bulldog, you can't run, run and gun. Or Guardian, you can't run and gun anymore. You actually have to stand still and like – They're making precise movement. Like, just more... <laughs> precise gunplay? <laughs> well, no, no, not precise gunplay. Precise movement more impactful. Like, like CSGO. Like, you can't run and gun, really. Yeah, it's in CSGO, like, you, you, have, you just have to have good movement. Yeah. You have to be able to counter-strafe, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, well, there's some guns in, like, the SMG. Like, again... In the well, the SMGs, it, yeah, is built it, for they're it, built like, for that. Like, you're supposed to run and gun with a P90 or something. Yeah, but, so that's yeah. what the thing is about it, is now it's like... This is, like genuinely like i feel like this is gonna be like this is gonna hit in the long run because i feel like nobody understands how big of a change this is 
this hasn't really hit people yet. It's like, oh, they're removing an accuracy or whatever. The, the game is going to feel weird. Oh, my God. I, I can't wait because the game is going to be weird. Because now it's like, okay, if you were just... If you were one of those people that relied on running gun as your main source of, like, kills or anything like that, you're going to get a massive hit. Mm-hmm. Like, now it's going to be like, okay, I actually have to, like... Sounds stupid, but I actually wow, have I gotta to be good at the game. I actually <laughs> have to aim at the game. But like, yeah, you actually like it's it's. This is a very positive change to the game. I think the like the movement. I think was the biggest part of it, and I really do like it because, I mean, I saw like on Twitter like Od talk about like a uh, he's like a coach uh, like a Valorant coach on it, not like a pro but like a ranked coach. What he did was he's talking. There's no such thing as strafe. There's no such thing as strafing, counter strafing in Valorant. If you've noticed. Because in CS, if you press A and then you move to the left and stop, you still move a little bit after stopping. In Valorant, when you move to the left or press A, move to the left, you stop instantly when you remove the key. Like, you stop instantly. Mm -hmm. So what he's saying is there's no such thing as counter-strafing in in Valorant. So they're actually made it easier. So instead of you having to press the the opposite key super fast, just press, stop, and shoot. You don't have to counter shit. You don't. Have to, you're, there's very little yeah, movement. Yeah, because like the actual acceleration time is much less in Valorant. Yeah. So like, I guess it's still similar to CS, but like the actual time it takes for like that action to happen, you have a, more of a window. It's, it's more forgiving. Yeah. So that's why I was like, one. That's why when I saw the movement accuracy, I'm like, that's kind of really interesting because now there is still no counter strafing, but they're making it more like you have to play it like there is in my if if you get what I mean. Yeah. Where, like, you can't just run and gun. Like, you actually have to, like... You have to actually counter-strafe. In a way. Like, you, like, in Valorant right now, like, at the top level, yeah, everyone is counter-strafing. But, like, you can get pretty far not Mm counter-strafing. Because, like, if you just let go of your movement, like, it it still takes, like, a couple tenths of a second or whatever. But, like, it's... It's not instant, but it's much... The movement speed in Valorant is so much less than CSGO that, like, yeah, it, it almost feels like you don't need to counter-strafe. I, yeah, which I do like because, I don't know, the the biggest topic I feel like... The biggest thing I've always heard about uh, Valorant is, oh, the skill the skill gap is not that high. You can't... There's a skill ceiling that... But, like, in CS, there's no skill ceiling. Like, the skill ceiling is unlimited in CS, but in Valorant, there is, like, a gap. There's a ceiling. But I feel like with this movement, removing it, it's like, hey, okay, they're increasing the skill ceiling, which I yeah. do like. Which is like, hey, it's like, okay, it's making the game even harder on top of knowing agents and abilities and mm-hmm. all that. And now, getting to agent abilities, they they essentially killed Viper with this patch note. So with it, what they made it is the regeneration of her toxin is went from 5% a second to 3.3, I think, uh, percent yeah, a second. didn't you say it takes now from zero it, instead of taking twenty seconds? It, it takes, takes thirty. 30. So, so it's it's like thirty percent slower now. Yeah. So what it's literally doing now, it's like you have to actually be, you have to be very smart on when to actually put your orb up when you put it down and everything. So like they're making it like very hard to use Viper now, mm-hmm. or like her skill setting is definitely higher. Where you have to like, okay, do I need to put it up now? Do I not need to put it up now? And then like. Now it's like the other teams can be debated out. It's like, oh wait, she's out of toxin. We can hear it. Boom, we clap out because yeah. she has. She's gonna take forever to cl- uh, get back, or like get her toxin back up. So like, this is like really good because I'm not gonna lie. I fuck. I'm a controller main, but I hate Viper. I hate playing her. She's so one dimensional, boring. I don't like it. But she's so. She was so strong. 
I mean, with this patch, no. But, like, she's so strong, and it pissed me off. But I hated playing her. Like, it was one of those agents where, like, I don't know, it was just boring. There's no flashiness to it. There's no, like, real, like, fun to it. Like, I, I could definitely see that. It, yeah, like, insane Viper plays don't look nearly as fun. But, like, I think a lot of, like, her outplay potential, I guess, is, like, comes from her ult. Um, and also if you have good setups or if you have good, um, good retake, then that can be very good. Mm -hmm. So like something, for example, I like doing when I play Viper on Fracture is I hold my wall on defense, um, until they plant. And like, if they plant on a, I go in, um, CT, like where the uh, like elbow kind of thing is not up top, not the drop, and I put a wall diagonal across to the far side of, um, the uh, a main door. Yeah. Okay. So it blocks off the site, but you can see into a main, right? And then like you plays like that, you can isolate your gunfights essentially so you have the people on site that are on one side of the wall and you have the people in a main that are on the other side sure the wall isn't like solid so someone could run through but the general idea is like for your team or for yourself you can just isolate your gunfights pretty easily so yeah it's not flashy but i feel like the um, people underrate the uh the strategic advantages you can get with viper and how she can zone certain things off yeah like if you just put your wall up and you're like whatever or like i don't know i think i feel like it's just so boring doing like unbind the wall from like when you where you stand in like a short and it covers hookah and long on uh b like i i think that shit's like boring it's like yeah it's just it's just a wall that blocks off a choke point. But, like, if you use her in a certain way where you could give yourself, like, strategic advantages for retakes or even sight takes, like, I feel like that's where most of her fun comes from. Yeah. I mean, because I'm thinking about from other ages. I mean, don't be me wrong. Like, Astra's not the... Like, with Astra, it's... um. I feel like there's more brain power, too. You have to use a lot of your brain power, which is that's, like, you can argue that's the fun of it. Because, I mean, I don't mind. I Because I enjoy playing Astra more than Viper because there's more methodical. And, like, I actually feel like I'm thinking a lot when it comes to Astra. But, like, you can see of other controllers, like uh, Harbor. Like, he's very... Fu I mean, I, he's slowly becoming, like, meta. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh... Turn that off. <laughs> so, with that, like, I think it's she's more methodical. Like, for, like, Harbor, he's very, like... You could be very fun with him. Like, you can, like, through the wave, you can, like kind of shoulder peek with your weight so like how you push your weight yeah. you can like shoulder peek it and get somebody and like with uh with omen you could do the crazy tp plays brim you just throw a stimmy and then you can go crazy in or just rush it yeah you know so like that i know controller role is not meant to be like more flashy role i know that's other agents but like it's still nice to have like an eight like a few, like two or three agents where like i could be flashy with yeah but i i would also argue that like i i enjoy when they nerf controllers not because i think controllers controllers are annoying but usually the nerfs that they do push people that play those roles to be more strategic in how they do it so when they nerfed astra so that yeah like the stars take longer to come back and she has less of them it's it's not like you could just go one two three four five at the beginning of the round and go okay these are probably what we're going to use the whole round let me just pop them whenever it's like okay 
these are going to take a while to come back, so I may- better make sure I use them wisely mm-hmm. because cooldowns are longer. They take a while to come back. And then with Viper like this, like you're really going to have to think, if I put my wall down here or my orb down here, am I going to be able to get the maximum value in the amount of time that I have to put it up, mm-hmm. if that makes sense? Yeah. And then, like, I mean, with Omen... You have to be strategic, I guess, in a different way. He, like, I'd say Omen out of all of them is probably the most flashy controller yeah. in terms of like, uh, flash TP kind of stuff like that, or like outplay potential, but um, or kill potential. Yeah. But um, and then Brim, Brim is just more like a support, I would say, because like the Brim, or you, I mean, you could stim yourself but like for the most part like brim like you just put your smokes in the choke i'd say brim is the least strategic yeah he's just very brave he's, he's like very like oh i don't know how to play control i'm gonna play brim yeah you just like smoke smoke the choke points and then you have a molly and a stim you have a molly so you just play post plant and you have a stim you just like throw it and get five assists <laughs> like, yeah like one time oh, like we were playing my premier team right we were playing and i was just having a shit shooting game so i'm like All right, i'm just gonna support the team End of the game with 22 assists. Yeah. As you just you just throw your, uh, like, your sim down impactful. when you're going to rush something, and then it's like immediate yeah. combat score. Like, if you don't know how to play controller, like, I'd rather you play Brim, which is so easy to understand. People are like, I don't know how to play Brim. I'm like, there's no way you're that stupid. There's you could, no you could, way you're you that stupid. You could say he's not fun and I don't want to play him. It, which, you could also make the argument that he's very fun because of the sim beacon. But, like, me... Personally, I don't like pl- I don't like playing him and I don't like playing Astra because I really am not the biggest fan of like the user interface of putting their smokes down. Mm. So like Brim, I don't like how you have to pull the map out and you have to put the smokes down. I think it makes sense and it works fine. I just don't like working that way. Yeah. Or yeah, same yeah. thing with Astra. I don't want to have to stop my game to go into Astra form and place the star. Like, I think the Omen interface works nicely for me. And Viper is, like, the same thing. Like, yeah. you just you just see on the map where you want it, and it goes, mm-hmm. you know? So, that that's... I could see why people wouldn't want to play them, because those two agents, you have to stop your game to do something. But, um... Yeah, I, that's why. That's why you wouldn't play them. Don't like. There's no, maybe Astra. You could say I'm not the best at utilizing her util, and that's fine. But like Brim is like made to be like. If you're new to tax shooters, Brim is like such a good all around like mm-hmm. pick because like you could learn good smoke placement, you could learn post plant, you can learn supporting your team. Exactly. And that's what I don't understand when people are like, I don't understand Brim. I'm like, there's no way. He is, like, unironically, mine is Duelist. He is the most brain-dead agent you can literally play, and he's that easy. What do you do? You you take your smoke, you go, okay, let's say, let's take bind A site, for example, right? What do you do? You're attacking. You smoke heaven, you, you click on heaven, you throw your smoke, heaven smoked. Then you uh, you click, like, truck, maybe, to smoke off, like, heaven and, like, the backside area. Or you smoke, like, default, su- like default right? Like, there, there's, like, three possible places you smoke. Or on B site, you come out, you smoke elbow, you smoke CT, and you can save one smoke. 
It's not that hard. How, it's not like I don't play Brim. I rarely play controller. I play I play Cipher, and I play Duelist sometimes. But like, is it that hard to understand? And these these principles apply to all the controllers aside from maybe Viper because like mm. it's different. But like anyone who has a smoke that you can point and click, there's no way. Maybe if you're an iron, sure. But there's no way you're above silver and you don't understand how smoke placement works in the game. It's because like everybody should probably like get to a certain point where you understand, okay, this smoke is good because it denies the enemy vision and it doesn't give them space to move around in. Like how you mm. how you want to put like deep smokes so that like they can't play inside the smoke. Like they have to peek through a certain small area, right? Yeah. So like I feel like that concept shouldn't be that hard for people to understand. <laughs> that that yeah, like it's like it, it still mind boggles me that people don't understand like how <laughs> like y do you not expand your power like that's I don't get one tricks like people who are just one tricks like they, like there's no way you're like is that boring like that fun of a game where you're playing one agent and you only want to play that one agent like don't you find like I'll play like four like for me like. Like, there's an sometimes, like, uh, so I've been playing only Sky lately, and sometimes I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna switch it up, I'm gonna play Raze. Like, I just want to switch it up because I'm like, I'm bored. Like, I just like always playing one agent is so goddamn See, boring. I, I like playing one agent, like, maybe one role, I get that, but one agent, come on now. I don't like, well, like me, I'm the cipher one trick in NA, but. Have I not gone through a phase where I've played every role consistently at some point? So, like, when the game first came out, I was playing Duelist. Like, I was playing Jet a lot. Then I, I picked up Cypher, and I was like, yo, I fucking love this shit. But then, like, there was a point where I was playing Fade a ton when she first came out. And there was also, uh, I, I think my second most played agent is Omen. Yeah. I mean... Not it's not really very close. I think I have like I have like eight hundred games of Cipher, but I have like three hundred games of Omen or something. But it's like at some point I have like mained every role and I just I know that I like playing Sentinel the most and I like playing Cipher. Um but I feel like the people that literally don't know how to play other agents, that's where you have a problem, mm -hmm. right? Like, you could be a one-trick and be like, okay, maybe I'm, like, in terms of, like, tier list, I'm, like, an S-tier cipher, but, like, all my other agents, I'm at, like, maybe a B-tier. Yeah. But I can play other people. It just won't be, like, peak performance for me. I think that's fine to have, but people that just don't understand any of the agents or the roles... Like, how do you do that, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like even to have, like, a top level or, like, a high ELO understanding of the game, you should at least not main every agent, but play every agent a couple times to know what's going on, right? Yeah. Like, I also find this in, um, in League. I still have yet to know what everyone does. I've been playing the game for three years now, like, a lot. But, like, if there's someone I don't understand how they work, I'll go and I'll play a couple games of them so that when I'm playing against them, I know, okay, this is what I need to look out for. And so if you're one trick and you're like, I don't know, you pick up the game for the first time and you pick up Jet and you're like, 
I like this. This is fun. And you just dash around all the time, but you never play anyone else. It's like, how are you supposed to have a fundamental understanding of how the agents work together? Right? That, yeah. And that's all you can also argue that the cascade system should be added. Like they need... I don't know. I feel like next year they should add the cascade system. I don't understand why they wouldn't like why it hasn't been there. Because we're know. expecting what three or two more agents this year. So like, okay, we're at a point where we're I think above thirty agents, if I'm not mistaken. No, we're above twenty or twenty or thirty agents. I don't think it's thirty yet. We're 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 between that. I'm like, all right, we're at a point where almost every agent is meta, or very a lot of agents. The balance could be meta. in the game is relatively good. Yeah. This is a perfect time to add Cascade. Literally the perfect time. Hey, I don't want to deal with Arena. Add Cascade. Or uh, because I don't want the Arena one tricks to play, go play something else because I don't want to see you play Arena. Boom. Or I like I feel like it's getting to a point where they can add a ban system. Like similar to like Omega Strikers where you vote and you can ban one agent. Yeah. I feel like that would be great. Rainbow Six Siege does it perfectly too. I love How does Rainbow work? So Rainbow does it perfectly where everyone votes for which player. So for example, if like if uh so if there's five people right yeah if each person votes for a different one it's randomized and it does like a, it does like a randomizer and then one of those five gets voted out but if i had four bin like for example yeah you vote agent, on it you vote on it it's like perfect because like it's two it's two bands so you get two bands but maybe for this one we'll, we'll do one band mm-hmm. we'll do one band and then boom there it is mm-hmm. you do one band as a team and that's it all right we'll move on yeah so and in theory you would have to it would force everybody to learn three agents, right? Because yep. your team can ban somebody and the enemy team can ban somebody. Yep. So you have to be able to learn. You have to know three agents. So nobody, you can't be a one trick because like if you're a jet one trick and I don't know, let's say 2024 or something like this comes out, you can't be a jet one trick in 2024 because what are you going to do? Dodge every single time jet gets banned then you're gonna lose three elo every single time you'd keep losing elo 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 yeah elo. So or like, same thing go. with reina it's like what are you just gonna dodge every time reina gets banned yeah. it's like and now with like programs where they see who you play the most agents now and now it's gonna be like this guy plays the most agents ban because i saw one person where they literally on streamer mode they like one of i think it was cam it says cam cam a streamer right he yeah saw, if you have blitz it still like shows it still shows and not even that there was a discord where it literally shows who's on the other team what they've played the other team not even your team oh. the other team <laughs> who's playing who's on streamer mode what's their name and what they've been playing that is on there's agent select this is agent select yeah so imagine if they say this guy only played jet this rack ban jet what is he gonna do now oh, he's gonna play shit now yeah so like boom like it, we are three years into Valorant and we has still have one tricks. It is mind boggling to me that we still have that. Oh, but like that, that's like, I, they need a cascade. We need the ban cascade something. We need that next year. Or if or they don't year. have, I feel like banning, it would be more, um, more important than cascade because like in cascade can't you ban though in cascade can't you well i'm saying like if they were to pick between one or the other i feel like it would you would pick the band band because like cascade it's like people could still only play one agent realistic i mean like yeah if someone picks before you but then it's like is that person going to be a dick are they not going to be a dick you know like Mm -hmm. um but I feel like the ban, like just banning before agent select is just like, would be 
It, like you you select an agent, like you hover an agent, then you ban, and then you pick. Yeah. Like everyone can pick at the same time. It doesn't really matter. Which is like nice. It's like a nice little thing that they can do, but that that's what's annoying. But uh speaking of uh Valorant, uh <laughs> I'm going to be hosting a, uh, well, we are kind of, we're going to be hosting a, a tournament every end of the act. So what well, the idea, so I came up with the idea. So I was like, okay, Valorant content is kind of boring. It's the same shit all over again. Let's do a little bit twist to it. Let's let, let's get people to like, you know, really stream and push content like that. How about I make a tournament, like a little league. You know how there's Pro City with Tarek and all of them. There's Pro City for that. Why don't we do one for content creators? Mm-hmm. So my thing is, okay. Every last twenty days of the act, I will be. I will put my own five hundred dollars into the league. So how it works is first play. So you're playing like an elo system, like how in ranked, everyone starts off with a flat. I think one thousand elo, boom, and then you gain unless depending on. I think uh, there's there's a math to how it works, but there's like an elo where you gain or lose every time you win or lose. Okay, the one with the highest elo first place gets a two hundred and fifty dollars. Second place gets 125, and third and fourth share the, uh, the last 125. So that's like 62.5 or something, if I'm not mistaken. So with that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, let's make it up a little bit. Let, let's do that. So, and then it should, so to keep the integrity a little bit higher, I said you have to be at least a Senate one, the previous act or the current act, you have to be a Senate one. That's the only requirement to get in. People are going to be like, oh, but I'm Plat or I'm Diamond. I want to keep the integrity. This is going to be high elo tournament. So this is not like Creator City how before where everybody can join. No, this is money involved. People want to win money. So I'm keeping the integrity as high as possible. I'm saying the bare minimum is Ascendant 1. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. People want to complain about it. I'm sorry. I want to keep it fair for the people who are Ascendant above, like Immortal or even Radiant. I want to keep it fair for them because not only that, I want them to have good content while recording, streaming, and all that. Mm-hmm. I want them to actually have fun and really enjoy it. So that's what I'm making. And also, like, for me, I feel like it'd be nice to see a lot of content creators meet each other, play with each other, streaming. It makes it more interesting. And we can promote yeah. our podcast or our channel a little bit more, too. So, but that's really what it is. And, you know, I already made, like, I, it, the, by the time this recording comes out, it's already be announced. It's going to be right on, probably on Twitter or something. But that's my thing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, of course, I'm probably going to be playing a little bit. I'm not going to try to win the whole thing. I mean, I'm not, I really don't care enough if I win the whole thing. I'm just going to be playing just to play. But I think it's also a good idea because, I've, uh, I, you know, I've discussed with, like, one of the admins of Creator City. So I was like, hey, do you think this is a good idea? Can I make this happen? Am I allowed to make this happen? He's like, yeah, why not? So I was like, okay, perfect. Let's make it happen. We announce it. Today's what? Today's Saturday. It should be coming out announcing on Sunday. I'm making a Twitter post. We're making, like, a video about it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's my thing. We'll uh, we'll stream it on our Twitch. I was also gonna add this one little thing. I can cast it. That speaking of casting, I was gonna add something to it. So it's a league, right? So it's twenty days. It's gonna be happening every single day. So just the time to everyone to get on would be around seven p.m. EST to play, because you know everyone would be out of work, out of school. They can play a little bit, you know, because what West Coast it's at five p.m. So people usually or five four p.m. People would start getting out of work and school and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like okay. The best for region NA, I feel like, would be 7 p.m. EST. would be, like, a good time. So that's what I was thinking a good time for it. Mm-hmm. And what I was thinking about the casting thing is if any up-and-coming casters want to practice their casting and show off their casting, they can Ooh, come to this. That's a good idea. They can stream it. 
and they can prom- uh, they can promote it and do content with it. So that's what I want to do with casters. So for I know there's a lot of casters, people who want to cast but don't have a lot of ways to promote themselves. There you go. Mm-hmm. Why don't you use the content creators that already have viewership and already have fans? Use them to promote yourself. So it's a win-win for everybody. There is nobody loses off this unless you're about below ascendant one. There's <laughs> nobody that really loses out, uh, off this. If you're above ascendant one, you're not toxic. You're not a dick. You're not racist or sexist. You win off this, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm promoting. I want to try to get more of the co- uh, the Valorant esports because the Valorant community is not what I like it now. But I want to try to connect more people. I don't want a drama. I don't uh, because I see there's so much shit on drama on Twitter. Yeah. It kind of annoys me, and I feel like just because like people don't really communicate with each other, people don't talk to each other, people don't really like bring each other together. So this is my one way of bringing people together. Let's do it. Yeah, it's like like it's like when you play video games with your boys. Like you play with your boys, you beat them, you talk shit. Like how like daddy, you like we've talked shit so much when oh, we're yeah. playing. Like oh yeah, but it brings like banter and like fun like shit like that is what brings uh, together. So that's why one of the rules I've literally made a rule for this. Banter is allowed. Insulting each other is allowed about the game. So if you like 1v5 someone and you'd be like, yo, your team is dog shit, that's fine. It is part of the game. We are f- we are trying to make a good environment, but it's fun. We're trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. But if you go and you bring someone else's sex, skin color, ethnicity, something like that. like Instabin. Yeah, like, come on, dude. If If you're really good at insulting, you can insult them without bringing that shit up. Like you can bring you can br- you can insult someone without bringing up their race or ethnicity or sex. It's very like come on if you're really good if you if you want to talk your shit do it like that. Yeah. But I mean so I'm calling it the Intin Cup. You know it's like a nice little thing five hundred dollars and you know if any sponsors or if anybody wants to help us out or anybody any big brands want to come out any orgs want to support us. All We're they gotta do for all they gotta do if they can just give us the money. I mean, this this one time, I'm going to be using my own $500. But if anybody of any org want to support the prize pool, all you got to do is support the prize pool, and we can handle the rest. Mm-hmm. I Like, it's not that hard. It's really easy to handle. It's really easy to set up. And, you know, hopefully in the future, my ideal goal is to get everybody in a LAN one day, like the yeah. final day. We get everyone in one, like, big room of a LAN for an entire day, and they just play, 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 just to get their ELO up. Mm-hmm. That would be sick for me. I would fucking love that. So that's, that's my ideal plan in my future, what I would love. Because I know, like, um, Tarek and Ludwig, they made this whole LAN thing with, like, a little, like, a bait, like, it looked like a pretty sick area. Yeah. Like, they're invitational. It looked literally sick. So I was like, I kind of want to do that. That shit would be sick. You know, just seeing consecrators, you know, hanging out with each other. Because, you know, for some reason, everyone got beef with each other. Mm-hmm. I don't... For me, I don't hold grudges. I don't hold beef. Like, it's, it is what it is. Like, you shouldn't, like, come on. Life is too young to <laughs> hold beef. So that's why I was like, this is my way of getting the content creation and getting the Val community to come together. Nice. But, uh, yeah, that's what it that's is. All. I think that's all. That's everything we got to talk about today. Thank you guys for watching. If you guys do like the Intin Cup, if you guys like what we're doing, uh, we started a new series, like, you know, video series where it's like Tilt Talk. Uh, I made it up where we essentially just ramble on about esports, anything revolving the esports world. And it comes out, we try to post at least three to four times a day. Or not a day, a, a week. week. But uh, yeah, that's every, everything. Follow us on all socials. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for watching for, I think we're about to hit two years in a few months. Like official yeah. two years in two months. So 
Thank you guys for watching. Appreciate right. you guys. Bye-bye. Um, okay.